Sincio. Oh, beautiful Sincio. It means simple. But I don't think the cigar is simple. I think the cigar is lovely, and there are different styles. There are different sizes. We call those Vitolas. And this right here is the 6x60. It's the Gigante, which is also the name for Fingers Malloy. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And this out of Dunley, D-A-N-L-I. As a matter of fact, as you look at the the, the band, Sincio, S-C-N-C-I-L-L-O, the Edicion Limitada, Dunley, 2021, is what we're looking at. Now, this is the Platinum. They've got the Platinum, and they have the Black, if you go to SincioCigars.com, uh, 25 in a box. This is a 6-inch by 60 cigar, and I got to tell you, what's interesting here, get a load of that wrapper. Get a load of the feel of that wrapper. This is Honduran through and through. Honduran in the wrapper, Honduran in the binder, Honduran in the filler. But you feel that wrapper, Fingers Malloy? That is oily, silky love right there. First of all, teehee. Uh, second I haven't done size yet. You did? I did? Yes. I said 6 by 60 Yes. You were did there I, for that. Did I explain what it was? Yes. I'm all very excited. <laughs> Getting ready for Christmas and New Year's. Well, does it? Let me do it right. Let me do it right. Oh, okay. It's a six by 60, which means it's six inches long. Tee. Always makes fingers while I laugh. And 60 is the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, how thick it is around. Tee. Again, with the laughter. Now, a 64 would be a full inch around. Uh, this uh, certainly is a big one. I got to tell you, I think I'm looking at the wrong one. I don't think this is a six by 60. I'm staring at it right here. Does that look like a 60 to you? No. That is the Gigante. I'm not looking at the Gigante right here. I No, not at all. I'm looking at a short Churchill right here. Six and a quarter by 48. Shame on me. I pulled up the wrong one. This means it's a 48 ring gauge, which is, uh, you know, uh, the diameter of the cigar or how thick it is around. See? Did I mention how excited I am? We actually had to look this up because we had done a Sincio before. It's been a, it's been a while. What I know about Sincio is that it was a brand that was around in like 2010 and then kind of disappeared. Disappeared from my radar because I remember smoking them back then and has made its its way back. And you can find out more about it at Sincio.com. Uh, One of the stories is that this is God of Fire expanding its Honduran-made Sincio line. This goes back going, you know, as I said, 10 years plus. But that wrapper still, Honduran throughout, I got that much right. And that is an oily, silky love fest right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, and so far, what I've noticed in the first third, really nice, even burn. That wrapper feels good in your hand. It's 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 got a little bit of oil to it, but it's not overly oily. Not that there's anything wrong with that either, uh, but uh, very well constructed. Uh a lot of pleasant smoke coming off of this. And a lot of pepper right off the quick. I'll tell you, not only is there a, a lot of pepper on the draw, man, that really, really lingers on your palate. But it, it's not overwhelming. It's very, it's a very pleasant pepper note. And that's going to change. That's going to move as you smoke uh, the, the cigar for sure. It's going to kind of 
blend in a little bit. Now, we've had a lot of things with, with pepper where we say it kind of subsides. Very rarely do you do you find a cigar that, when you, when you take a look and you're doing your research, that's honest about the fact that it's going to change. It's just the way we specifically rolled it. Sometimes you just get that pepper flavor and you get used to it over time. This, I think, is more in a design for it uh, to, to, to go away here. Now, uh, God of Fire... I've had God of Fires I've absolutely loved, and God of Fires where I'm like, no, that is not, that is just not for me. And and that's true of, of, of any cigar. And so much of it is, well, what's going on with you? Time to pull out your notebook, which should be pretty full after this whole year. <laughs> what did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? What's the weather? As we're doing the show, we've got 60-degree temperatures in Indianapolis, Indiana. We should be outside right now. We should be outside in shorts. And a, maybe in a, on, a, on a winding, lazy river, <laughs> smoking a, a Sencio as we are. So that does have an effect because what will it affect is, is metabolism. It's going to affect saliva. It's going to affect your taste buds, all of those things. And then we break the cigar down into thirds, first third, second third, and final third. And yes, those flavors do change as you go throughout. And this, uh, uh, Don Lee, uh, meaning it's an area in Honduras, where the cigar is made. I think this comes out of the Camacho factory as well. There's just a, an immediate flavor, and it is it is underneath that, underneath that, there's there's a... I, I don't think that's a, that, that's a subtle cream. I actually think that's a subtle wood that's kind of underneath uh, that, that pepper hit at the first. Yeah, for me, I was going to say there's a creaminess to it and uh, a bit of leather, uh, but I... I it's it's not overly sweet it, to me it's it's the pepper right now that is is stealing the show oh i i, I absolutely wholeheartedly uh, agree with you right there pepper at, at at the big and then i think if if i understand this right it's going to move now one of the things i do like about sencio i do think it does have a construction and we sometimes refer to a cigar as beefy right <laughs> that is something that that we say this feels just right. It feels unbreakable yeah. in the hands. Like that traditional, like as, as you put your, your, your pointer finger around it and you've got it in the crux there of your thumb, just fits as natural as a glove. This is Sencillo Cigars, S-E-N-C-I-L-L-O, SencilloCigars.com. The question, Fingers Malloy, is will this be in your humidor? Now, I'm going to give you a price point, and then I'm going to tell you, don't answer me. Okay. The price point is ten to fifteen dollars a stick, and that's really a difference of whether you're finding it where you pick up cigars or whether you're finding it at a lounge where you're going to sit and relax and be. The reason I say don't answer me yet is that I I can give you my answer, but you don't know until you're into the second third of the cigar where you are with it. Right. This is one of those smokes that you have to allow that first forty five minutes. Because I, th- I would say this is a 75-minute smoke. Fair, yeah. You need those first 45 minutes. And, and even if, if you were to do some of the other ones, it comes in a double Robusto Vitola. Uh, it said the short Churchill. It comes as, as a pyramid, which is a 6 and an eighth by 54 as well. And that Gigante, I, I read the wrong one at first, the 6 by 60. In, in, in any of them, it's just going to take a little bit of time for you to figure out whether or not this is something you're making an investment in. So this is a cigar that at your cigar lounge or at your cigar shop, you're buying one at the start of, and you're smoking. 
and then you're going to find out whether or not it's for you. You, you got to make the investment here. Yeah. So, you know, you always ask me that question when we're, we just light up and we're in the first third. And I'm, you know, giving you the answer there. Do, do you want my answer now? Uh, I'll take it now. Okay. Uh, I really like a cigar that will give me a strong pepper note. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. 10 to $15 a stick. Uh, am I going to buy a box? Probably not. But I, I would have three or four of these in my humidor ready to go. Let's see if you have the same answer in 45 minutes. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Our bourbon is coming up. And this right here is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. What happened to my diet Crystal Pepsi? What happened to it, Fingers Malloy? I, I drank it. Is that what you did? Yeah. It was a festival of flavor. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And according to CNN Business, diet soda disappearing from the shelves. But it's not because Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi is leaving. Zero sugar has replaced diet in the no-calorie soft drink category. Canada Dry, Schweppes Ginger Ale, 7-Up, A&W, Sunkist. Those are all by the Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper people, which is Keurig, by the way, which is really interesting. Can you say that five times fast? Dr. Pepper people? I won't try it. I won't try it. <laughs> they now label their diet drinks zero sugar, except for Dr. Pepper, which is Diet Dr. Pepper. That's, that's for uh, their, their marketing purposes. And the reason is millennials don't like the word diet. That's, that's a Gen X boomer term. And so they just want no sugar added. Okay. Knock yourself out. So if I walk into a grocery store and I ask for Diet Dr. Pepper, they're going to say to me. No, Diet Dr. Pepper, that you can still find because that's their marketing. But if you ask for a Diet Coke, they will immediately take you out back to be drawn in quarters. They'll say, okay, boomer. Right. They're going to say, okay, boomer. And, well, and that's it. Well, my drink, uh, you, you know, because I'm always. Fago? Yes. Rock and rye, baby. Uh, you know, I'm always concerned about empty calories, as you know, Tony. I know. Uh, so I used to drink the Pepsi Max. Is that right? Yes. And then they changed the name. Did it make you feel strong and powerful? I did. I felt like I had the strength of 10 men after each soda. Uh, but they, they changed the name of Pepsi Max to Pepsi Zero. It's the same flavor, but apparently uh, the, the the Max, maybe that bothered millennials as well. But, I, you, yeah, it is noticeable, the trend. To, you know, you got Coke Zero. and, and I used to drink Diet Coke all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped soda altogether for about a year. And then I wasn't feeling well, so I had a soda. And I probably have one 10-ounce can. I like the smaller cans. I really do. I have like one of those a, a day, right, in, in my day. And I was drinking Coke Zero for a while. And then, as Coke is wont to do, they're like, hey, let's take something perfectly good and blank it up like it's our job. <laughs> they changed it, and now I can't drink it. Wow. Now, if you say to me, Tony, they didn't change it in a way you could notice, all I know is at the same time they changed it, I started not feeling well. And I went through a period, Fingers, you know this, mm-hmm. of like three weeks where my stomach was just 
Like, I couldn't figure out, like, I wasn't hungry. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Nothing was working. Nothing was handling well. Like, you go through those periods sometimes. It's like, wait, it's not COVID. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And so I did. Uh, my wife is a big believer in this. Do you know what an elimination diet is? No. Okay, it's not what you think by elimination. Elimination diet is, take a look, you write down what you're eating. Food journaling is such an incredibly important skill set if you want to know what's wrong with you. Because when you write something down, you don't have to think, like, what did I do? You can go back and see, and you start realizing, oh my gosh, I do eat a lot of this. Or, oh my gosh, I do have a trend of dairy. Or I have a trend of this. Started doing that, and you start taking things out of the diet. And seeing how you feel in three, four, five days to see if you can pinpoint, or you take everything out of the diet, you kind of zero base, and then start adding things back in. Mm -hmm. And the thing that bothers you, well, that's the thing. And when I eliminated that, I felt better. Hmm. I felt better. See, I do something similar when it comes to the elimination diet that you're is, talking about. Is that right? Yeah. I what I do is I keep. The, I think you're setting me up. <laughs> One man's theory. I keep the fast food bag in the car. Uh, with the wrappers in it. And then what I do is uh, I look back in the bag and that's how I food journal. So, oh! I keep the, I keep the food journal in the bag. You, you food journal with soft sculpture, <laughs> do you? Everything is marketing. They called it Diet Coke because that was the term to call it. If they needed to call it something else, they would have. Uh, this is nothing new at all. Reworking, repackaging. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, baby. You know what I thought you were going to say? This is a nothing burger, which seems to be another thing that the kids say. Are they back to nothing burger? Sure, why not? I don't <laughs> think I don't think they are. Never like that term. No, no. What what did what did nothing burger ever do to you? Nothing. Burger. <laughs> no, I was going <laughs> to leave it there. Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. Because in Pennsylvania. Everything is sold, uh, alcohol is sold through the state. We're not talking about what happens in bars and restaurants, but package is sold. It's a state-controlled thing. So they have the list of the top 25 spirits that were sold. Their fiscal year runs from July to June. So July 1st to June 30th. So here it is. <laughs> I number, love this. Num number 20 on the list is Hennessy Cognac. And then number 19 is 99 Bananas Liqueur. And, oh, Pennsylvania, you know how to party. Well, the other thing, too, is it tells you the size of the bottle. These are airplane bottles. That's an airplane. Oh, really? A 50-milliliter bottle, that's, a, that's an airplane bottle. So people are, are, are loading up on airplane bottles of banana liqueur. It goes up to number 18, which is the new Amsterdam Pink, Wing, Pink Whitney Pink Lemonade Vodka. Oh, that's 750 milliliters. I just bottle. learned that we're not reviewing enough things on the show. <laughs> Fingers. 99 Peaches Liqueur made it at number 15. Bacardi Superior Rum at number 13. Jameson's Irish Whiskey at 12. Nikolai Vodka at number 11. And then again, another different size of the new Amsterdam Pink Whitney Pink Lemonade. That's the airplane bottle again. I feel like a lot of people in Pennsylvania uh, consume drinks with umbrellas in them. Jack Daniels comes in at number nine, the regular bottle. Captain Morgan at the 1.75 liter. Somebody had a party and didn't invite us. <laughs> then you get to the top five. Tito's dominates the top 
five. Tito's Handmade Vodka, the one liter, is number five. Hennessy Cognac uh, in the 750 milliliter, that's number four. Tito's in the 750 is number three. Tito's in the 1.75 liter is number two. And then number one. Is this going to break my heart? The Fingers Malloy Special in the airplane bottle. Number one sold in Pennsylvania. Package stores. Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Fingers Malloy, we go to you for comments. Pennsylvania. <laughs> what has happened to you? I enjoyed Philadelphia. I had your cheesesteaks. I didn't see a fireball stand next to the cheesecake place. Fireball. You Why? used to be the Keystone State. Now you're the Keystone State. What's going on? <laughs> I've said it once, and I'll say it a thousand times. Friends don't let friends fireball. Why do you hate cinnamon whiskey so bad? There's only one flavor of whiskey that's acceptable. It's, uh, it's whiskey-flavored whiskey. Is that right? Yeah. You know, when growing up, speaking of the millennials, we did Goldschlager. Oh, had good Lord. Had actual bits of gold in it because we had class. Now, I would love to say that's my line. I saw that on a tweet. I'm like, that's awesome. That is all Goldschlager and Jägermeister. You people think you know anything. Oh, Jägermeister. I was a bartender in Saginaw, Michigan. Steamers Pub, shout out. Uh, <laughs> we were one of the first bars in mid-Michigan to have Jägermeister on tap. Jägermeister? On tap. Jägermeister. Let's call the whole thing off. A lot of people had bad evenings. Because of you? Yes. You're a great American. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Before we go any further, Eat, Drink, Smoke, Tony Katz and Fingers Malloy here, and it's a pleasure to be with you. Every single thought we have is for people in Kentucky, people in Tennessee, people in Arkansas, people in Illinois, these tornadoes beyond devastating. We're not just talking about the death toll, which is changing. It's been going up. It's been going down. They're still finding people. They're still hearing about things. People missing. You had in Kentucky, a line of tornadoes stayed on the ground for over 200 miles, destroying entire towns and entire uh, cities. Uh, we are going to be doing some fundraising, uh, sharing, uh, you know, donating to a group called Team Rubicon, which seems to be doing good work. We've heard from friends and others, uh, so we've donated uh, there. You can donate uh, where you will, but there's also been damage in, in Tennessee. We're on in Tennessee on WRKQ in, in Madisonville. We're on uh, on WJCW in, in Gray and Everything, every every single thought that we have is, is with them right now. Do what you can this holiday season. Help those people out. And remember that if you can't right now, this problem isn't going to go away. Uh, there, January is going to come. February is going to come. And these problems for them, this destruction is still going to be there. I just did, As much as we love uh, the show and the relaxation of the show, when you look at the damage in Kentucky and how often we talk about Kentucky and bourbon and, and the history and things like that, you're just you're, you're forced to think about it. And just for us, our, our, our thoughts are there. Absolutely. And you see, you know, the aerial shots of the devastation. You mentioned how uh, whole communities are completely destroyed. I, I just don't I can't wrap my mind around how you begin to put the pieces back together and rebuild your community when the entire community is gone. 
one of the questions that has to be asked, uh, especially when we talk about uh, Mayfield, the town of Mayfield, will they? Right? You, yeah. you, you lose everything. And you, you got you to survive the next day. So you have a brother over here. You got an in-law over there. You got a cousin over there. And so you go and you stay with them. And next thing you know, that's, that's, that's home. That's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to, 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 to set up shop. Like, okay, I, I got a job. Or the kids, we put the kids in school. Things change. And throughout history, whether it be American history, any history, an event, a disaster, changes migratory patterns. That's that's yeah. a standard. Yeah, you have to wonder how many businesses that are in you know that particular town will will rebuild and reopen. I mean, I'm sure you've got some you know businesses that are generational, second, third generation. They're like, we're we're not going anywhere. But you have to do an assessment. One of the assessments is how many people are going to live in this town if if we rebuild right so it's it, it's it's just awful so yes our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those people we move on because as of course the the holidays christmas uh, uh, upon us and people are flying i'm gonna be one of those people we're gonna see how it goes uh, as of now there are still flights i honestly sometimes i honestly don't know what's gonna happen next with where people are with with covid and and this variant omicron or is it omicron i think it's pronounced omicron uh, and and the the latest the latest data on that very prevalent, absolutely gets by any vaccine, but not deadly. So that that's I mean that's the latest as of as we're recording right that that we may learn more about that. But this is where it's at, really fast moving, and and symptoms very much like the common cold, not not like Delta in terms of. If, if you want to even say deadly, not like COVID, if you want to say deadly, because it certainly wasn't deadly for the whole population. We're not we're not here to debate where people are on COVID, not COVID, vaccines, not vaccines. That That's not us. Uh, but uh, it, it is certainly having an effect on people. You're seeing the NBA. You're seeing, uh, you know, canceling games because people are in COVID protocols. The NFL considering changing their COVID protocols. And it's all because they're, they're, they're saying... Why do we have? If, if you're asymptomatic, why do you have to stop playing? Yeah, there's uh, a hockey coach for the. I, it was the the Carolina uh, team. Hurricanes. The, the, the Hurricanes. Panthers. No, Panthers are football. Hurricanes. Yeah, aren't Hurricanes. They? Uh, and I I don't have the story in front of me, but he and I'm paraphrasing what he said. They have I believe five players on on the COVID list right now, and he said they're all uh, asymptomatic. They feel fine. Uh, and he was questioning the protocols. He's like, why can't these these players play? I think you're going to start seeing a discussion, a debate about this because you know, you're you're not you're not testing everyone at the workplace. When you go into work, chances are the only the only only way you're going to be tested is if you show symptoms. Right. So people aren't getting tested going into a grocery store or you know so and it's an interesting argument and, and and i can appreciate it it's just that as these new things come up some of the reactions are not things that that we necessarily agree with so that's why i bring up flights and right now they're flying and who knows what's going to happen uh, but found this article about the things that the tsa has confiscated at airports <laughs> and the, the the first one on the list is a portable air compressor I don't. Some, I don't even know. Sometimes you have a pool toy that you, you want to take with you, and uh, it makes you feel safe on the plane, and it may lose some air. So you bring the air compressor with you, so you can fill it up. Completely understandable in a way that's not understandable. That doesn't even make. 
any bit of sense. Any that, that's I just can't imagine being uh, you know at the gate having that discussion. You mean I can't take this air compressor on board with me? I, I had no idea. A foraging tool was confiscated. A foraging a for- tool. Like if you're like somebody who hunts mushrooms, mm-hmm. it, which is a real thing, and people are super into it. Like 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 foraging for morels, super into it. Well, I guess it's a way to kind of brush the dirt off and maybe cut it. Well, they consider that to be a, a weapon, and and you can't have it. We got, uh, I believe, at a cigar. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, we were at an event, and uh, we were given, a, all of us we were given a nice corkscrew. And I didn't think anything of it, and I had it in my carry-on bag, and they confiscated the corkscrew. I'm where we're oh oh yes I still have my corkscrew uh yeah they're gonna take that I'm not saying what they should what am I gonna do with a corkscrew have a good time and then that's the last thing in the world that's allowed <laughs> on the list things that have been confiscated by the TSA a harpoon <laughs> <laughs> who does this how did it get into the air the minute it walks into the airport someone didn't say wait a second <laughs> listen sir. I'm going up to do some whaling, and you're taking my harpoon away from me. Number there's on this list, a burrito was confiscated. Oh. Because upon further inspection, it was filled with meth. Worst. Worst Norm McDonald impression ever. <laughs> yeah, you got that, got that, got that meth burrito, eh? Yeah. You see, it's because when you're hungry, but you still want to walk fast. So you got to eat it. And keep moving. Yeah, that's the Chipotle special you got there, huh? With the with the meth. Man, our our norm is getting worse. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. Electric jigsaw. <laughs> I was gonna do some light carpentry <laughs> in row six at thirty thousand feet. Someone tried to bring a diesel fuel supplement. That would be considered an explosive, right? How a combustible thing. How could you think you could bring that on a plane? You see. So uh, you, you guys know that we do a, a fair amount of, of, of political work. I once had to, I, I was going into where uh, the president was speaking, and I had my cigar cutter on me, and they wanted to confiscate that. I had to talk to a supervisor before it was okay to take that. A cigar cutter's fine. Diesel fuel, well, I could see the problem. Now, the good people in my pillow, uh, they don't work with diesel fuel. What they do is they work with pillows and sheets and towels, and slippers, and cardigans, and they do excellent work because it's all made in the United States. Everything is in stock. It's not too late to get the Christmas gift you're looking for with my pillow. 100% made in the U.S. Everything's in stock, as I said, and oh, the deals when you use promo code Tony. The sheets, slippers, robes, the cardigans, it's all in stock, ready to ship right now. So here's what you do. You go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Tony, T-O-N-Y. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code Tony. And you're going to get things like 40% off the My Slippers, 50% off the MyPillow mattress toppers, all there for you. Save now, just in time for giving the ultimate gift in comfort with the best deals of the year. MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon. The Bourbon Reader You've Always Needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. Expanding your horizons, isn't that what it's all about? 
trying new things, new experiences. Well, it actually is what it's all about. And for a show that focuses so much on bourbon and has the book Let's Go Bourbon, which you should buy right now at Amazon.com, the perfect Christmas gift and still available, we said, let's have beer. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And we decided, you know, where we got the Honduran cigar there with the Sencillo. Let's go with a Honduran beer. But, yeah, they didn't have Honduran beer. And I don't even know if they have a Honduran beer. So we went instead to the Dominican, and we went with Presidente. Presidente is, uh, I mean, we're going back to 1935. I, th- I thought, actually thought it was 1929 when they decided to go about uh, making this. And Presidente has been like the beer of the Dominican Republic. 5% alcohol by volume. I don't know if that gets applause from Fingers Malloy or not. Yeah. No? Yeah. Now, what, where do you have to be in a beer to get applause? Eight. Right? Eight? <laughs> Eight gets applause from... This is a, a Pilsner-style beer. Now, we've been asked, of course, with the launch of the book, Let's Go Bourbon, when are we going to do Let's Go Beer? I got to tell you, I don't think ever. I think the beer people, the craft beer people, like, they're, they're an artistry all to themselves, and I'm not going to pretend that I can even get close. Bourbon, I have a basic understanding of, and that's how we approach the book, Let's Go Bourbon, which is at Amazon.com. And seriously, get it as your stocking stuffer right now. You'll be able to get it before Christmas. Get it right now. Let's Go Bourbon at Amazon.com. And also bourbon and rye, whiskey, that's where we live and breathe. Right. With the cigar world, beer's a whole different beast. Yeah, I think we may step up uh, some beer reviews on our social media accounts but not on the show because I, I do like beer, but I don't think it's fair for us to write a, a book like Let's Go Beer because IPAs are just so darn popular right now, and you and I are both not fans of IPAs. So no, how not can, at all. How can we write a book on, on, on beer and especially the craft beers when so much of the market is dominated by IPAs? And, and, and we, we admit it. We have, we have a bias, and we're not shy about it. Pilsner, pale lager, it's uh, kind of crisp and and bright, kind of light on the hop. That's what a Pilsner is. And this is the Presidente. So I don't know why it struck me. Like, like maybe it was having the charcuterie board and that, that spicy uh, salami that, that I was doing, some of the Capicola, but just the flavors called for it. Mm-hmm. It just it just called its 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 name. And even with the cigar, that had a, that, that pepper and just that, for me, a little bit of a nutty overtone there and that Sencio, um said, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's do it. So uh, the Pilsner, the Presidente, from the Dominican, Fingers Malloy, you, you ready? You ready to give this a sip? I've been ready for this all day. Very, very golden in, in the color. Uh, what is the nose? Have you even tried? Let me. Uh, it's It smells like a, yeah, a, but it's, a light it, beer. Yeah, but it's not a turnoff. It's, it's, no. Yeah, it just smells like a very simple beer. Yep. All right. It's now, a good do flavor. I, do, do I do the, the Memphis munch? You when do, I do the a Kentucky beer? chew. That's how you move it around the palate and get a feel for it. That's what you do with the bourbon. You can do that with the beer too. To your health. Louisville lip. And you should know that Fingers Malone even poured it into a glass. This is not out of the bottle, ladies and gentlemen. He went right to the glass like a cultured man. It is a chilled glass, which I am in favor of. You should have, if you're going to have beer glasses in your home, you should have the ability to chill the beer glass. It's. I think that's not only it's, is it is it. Uh, better for I think flavor it's a it's a style point but maybe not for all beers because I never do that with a Guinness but where are you fingers Malloy it's crisp uh it, it, it it's, it's not beer. It, yeah it's it's not a heavy beer it's what you would expect from a Pilsner uh it it 
it's fingers. I, I, it's, it's you're struggling. To, I, well, because it's I, I'm trying to come up with a description to, to make it stand. Yeah, to stand out. But it's it, it is what you would expect from a typical pilsner. I mean, it's it it's 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 fine. <laughs> That's so great. I mean, I you, you know it's. Yeah. Look, I'm a porter stout guy. That's that's where I live and breathe when it comes to beer. So, uh, a pill. This this is not. If if you are a fan of a pilsner, I I think that you would drink this and enjoy it. Well, I'm going to drink this okay. right now. Here we go. Oh, please! I I, I want to see you break down the flavor of this beer. He's doing uh, the 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 the. Yep, the it tastes munch. like beer. Yeah. Um, it's crisp. It's- I will say this: comparing it to an IPA. This, this this is just a little bit of hop. The bitter is slight, and it really exists on the middle tongue, um, and mm. and and that that's helpful. Like this is a much easier drink. This is a much easier drink than an IPA. An IPA is just too much. It's just maybe you'd call it the hoppy. The beer guys will tell us. It's just there's just nothing attractive to it. What this does have is a touch of a chew. There is a touch of a thickness in here that I appreciate and I like. Not to a porter, not to a stout, of course not, but just enough that on a summer day, I was going to say that yep. this works. Yeah, I could see. You know, if you, it's a clean flavor. It's it's not it's, lingering. It's it's clean. It's crisp. Uh, it's the type of beer on a ninety degree day. You just got off the golf course. You could enjoy it on the back deck. Um, to me, it's it. That's the kind of beer that you would you would have uh, on a nice summer day. I'll tell you this: it's going down. Easy. I've I've had more. Oh than you. He's already he's already got most of it down. He just hmm? he he just chug-a-lugged is what he did. Look, I think it's interesting because what it's pairing very well with is the food. Mm-hmm. It's pairing very well with the bit of that that pepper that we got in the cigar. It's actually a great pairing with this. It's super simple. I listen. I, I could definitely, if I were watching a football game at the bar, I if someone brought a, a bucket of these over to the table, I could easily drink three or four of these and and really enjoy it. Um, but it's uh, I could finish that. Oh my goodness! I, I mean, and and if you know me at all, that's not something that I say very often on on any drink. I'm a sipper. I'm slow and easy. I could finish that. I don't know how I feel. It's seven dollars a bottle. That's the Drizzly price. Seven. Bu- I'm sorry, six ninety four for one bottle. That's what they say. I don't think I mean a six pack. No, I'm sorry. No, nope, my mistake. I read that wrong. I apologize. Uh, Twelve pack, a uh, sixteen dollars. If you like a pilsner, I, I, I you I are so it. disappointed. Oh well, no! Not it's just hard for me to describe. It is. It, it's a beer. It's it's the, the. If you were a Budweiser drinker, it's lighter than a Budweiser. It's not a Bud Light. It's got a little bit more flavor to it than yeah, Bud Light. What I find interesting is that you know when I'm talking about the Sencillo cigar, S E N C I L L O, I said I had a little bit of a nutty undercurrent to it. If you look at the Drizzly description, the food pairing, nuts. Huh. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It, it's totally working for me, and I know. No, but- it's not. It's not something that I'm gonna get on an average day, but maybe uh, in the summer there's a couple of those in the fridge. I know a, Bill, a Budweiser's more of a lager. I, I know, and but I, to me, I I just it's 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 fine. It's it's fine. Oh my this is, god! This is the worst review I've ever done. I under, <laughs> I recognize it. 
I completely admit it. And, I, and I'm not trying to be a beer snob. I'm, I'm not. I, I would definitely drink this. I would recommend it if this is if this is the type of beer you like. I think that it. Same as you. I'm, I'm gonna drink. This I have no night. idea why that's working for me. I, I, but I'm half done. Yeah. Look at you. Oh my God. I have no idea. Are you taking photos? <laughs> I have no idea why that's working. President Day beer, Pilsner style. You can find the uh, you utilize Drizzly and get it. It's working. It's working for me. <laughs> Who knew? This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. You can make $5,000 just like that. Me? You. $5,000. The question is, are you willing to do a little outdoor work? Me? You. See, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, Mountain Dew. Joining the long line of businesses that wants to hire you to do this and that and the other, you can get paid to serve as a park ranger for a week. This okay. is in Mountain City, Tennessee. Uh-huh. It's their initiative to invest in protecting and preserving the great outdoors. They're building an outpost where it got its start more than 80 years ago in the wilds of Tennessee. Is that where Mountain Dew got its start? The wilds of Tennessee? Uh, they called it Tennessee Dew. Did they have a lot of caffeine there in the wilds of Tennessee? It's actually from Caffeine, Tennessee. It opens in spring of 2022. Hiking trails, dirt bike courses, fire towers. And so for one week, the ranger will take the lead in hikes, mountain scavenger hunts, and a whole bunch more. And then you make $5,000. You get free round trip travel, RV mountain accommodations, and a new Polaris Ranger XP1000 premium. It's the premium, not the standard. It, would I would I give you the standard? <laughs> would Mountain Dew do that to you? Do that to you. I see what you did there. First, I, I, I don't have the time for one more gig. I think the, the story here is that, does this get people interested in the brand? Do all of a sudden, I mean, people I'm sure do it because, yeah, well, sure, why not? If I win, that'd be hilarious. I'll just take a week off and I'll just, you know, lead a hike. The, do, do people take this seriously do they want this yes if you're a mountain dew fan or a fan of being a park ranger uh but i my thing with mountain dew have you seen some of the new wacky flavors that mountain dew has i believe they have egg roll (laughs) you think you're kidding she's danish look at this i just pulled this up they just made this uh a nationwide product it's oh, Cake Smash. Cake, Mountain Dew Cake Smash. It's, I love cake. It's a party. I love smashing. Yes, it's a, apparently. It's two of my favorite things. It's a party in a can and everyone's invited. <laughs> you just made that up. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. Uh, apparently, it tastes like cake, but it's artificial cake flavoring. Oh, if they're not using real cake. <laughs> if Mountain Dew is going to cheap out, probably spending all that Ranger money. On Rangers instead of putting it where it belongs in the can with real cake. <laughs> but there's, there's I, I saw someone, and I, I, I hesitate to bring this up because I, 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 I'm trying to look for all the list of new flavors that they have, uh, and I'm not seeing it in front of me. Uh, Heck, just the old flavors are enough to make you say what's happening yeah, here. Major melon. I mean, you have the, the blue stuff that it's called Voltage that looks like the, the barber fluid where they put the comb 
You right, know. the Barbasol. Yes, uh, that's good stuff. But I think someone uh, online, a friend of mine, was drinking something that was like a gingerbread house Mountain Dew. Ah, uh, it's just not okay. No, and, and I, listen, I back in the day, and back in the day, I mean three weeks ago, I used to drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, Tony, I would drink. Really? I I in my in my twenties, and by twenties I mean my twenties and thirties. And, and into my early 40s, uh, I would start my day with donuts and a liter of Mountain Dew. Should we play? <laughs> it's time to play America's favorite game, everybody. What did Fingers eat today? Here's how we play. Fingers will tell us what he ate today, and then we will ask the age-old question, Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? Fingers Malloy. What did you eat today? I started off the morning with a bagel and cream cheese and 32 ounces of coffee. Uh, well, that's, that's a very, wait, hold on. That's a very rational, standard, carb-heavy, but standard. So uh, the, the, the Atkins is over. What's that now? <laughs> so very standard breakfast, 32 ounces of coffee. Oh, that was, an app- that was a breakfast appetizer. Oh, uh, and then I uh, turned, turns out that that fingers is a hobbit. Uh, and then I stopped at a gas station for oh, second breakfast. Ex- excuse me, a convenience store. Someone on social media hammered me, went after me on Twitter because I called uh, these uh, gas stations uh, gas stations and not a convenience store, Tony. Because you know they're they're not just a gas station anymore; they're convenience stores. Yeah, I call it a gas station. Thank so you. what'd you get there? Three donuts. Uh, the, the the long one, the, the, the curly Q glazed, I don't know what you call those, uh, and then uh, a cinnamon roll. My and, eyes are closed. I can't look at him while he says this. And then the, the final one uh, was a, a custard-filled circular donut uh, with vanilla frosting on top, and then they had that those sprinkles on them. That's like, yeah. It's almost like a powder. It's weird, but you, you, you bite into it, and it's crunchy. You know what I'm saying? It's like it looks like a powder. It it it, it it'll change colors. I'm pretty sure light. you ingested asbestos. <laughs> is that what it was? I think it may have been. Asbestos so you had, has never tasted so good. So you had three donuts. Three donuts. Uh, then for lunch, I had a uh, a vending <laughs> a vending machine bologna and cheese sandwich. Stop. We're done. We're done, guys. Guys, listen. No, no, no. Not going on any further. I no, you did not. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it, but no, you did not. On wheat. Oh, <laughs> continue. I didn't realize it was on it's, wheat. It was on wheat. Yeah. I didn't realize you were getting the proper amount of fiber <laughs> in your vending machine bologna and cheese. Vending machine bologna and cheese sandwich on wheat. Um, American cheese, uh, because God bless America. A fun, fun size bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, a Butterfinger bar. <laughs> No! Now you're just naming things you're seeing in a circular from the local supermarket. And a Pepsi Zero because, again, not into empty calories. Uh, and then before I uh, you know, got to blend bar cigar to, to you know, do radio magic, uh, two frozen burritos uh, sprinkled with cheese uh, with sour cream on the side. I'm... And, and now I'm drinking a Diet Coke. I'm physically ill. I have to tell you, I I have to. Beer's not working for me. Things are gonna. Fingers Malloy. Uh-huh. How are you still alive? <laughs> I did one wind sprint today. I feel fantastic. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I'm in actual tears. Have you ever had a vending machine sandwich in your life? It's had to have happened, right? You you were desperate. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Have I ever had a ve- um? No, not <laughs> not no, not from a vending machine. No. Oh, I've had uh, <laughs> in the last three weeks. I've had oh my a, god! I've had a vending machine egg salad sandwich. Stop! 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 Oh, the pain! Oh, oh! I've seen horror films that weren't this bad. That was. I on- would rather watch Human Centipede right now. <laughs> and then that, that was on white bread. <laughs> oh, vending machine tuna salad as well. <laughs> Did you get the gas station sushi? <laughs> Fingers, <coughs> dude. Feel great? No, you don't. There's no way none of us feel great hearing that story. There's no way you feel great eating that stuff. There's no way. There's no way. Haven't I been more energetic today? I'm popping. (laughs) I smell a Marconi. (laughs) Oh, God. Guys, I swear to you, I I don't script it. It's just what he says, and I think it's true. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. You would think I would love Kiwis, but they keep making moves that I just find reprehensible. Oh, I'm not talking about the fruit. I'm talking about New Zealand. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. That is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And New Zealand is going to create a lifetime ban on tobacco. Follow what their plan is. Smoke-free 2025 is what they call it. They're going to try to eliminate the sale of tobacco products, specifically those that are smoked. This from CigarAficionado.com, which one would assume includes cigars. And what they're doing is they're going to say people who are 18 years old are able to purchase tobacco. But if the law passes, starting in 2025, that minimum will increase to 19 in 2026, 20, 2027, 21, and so on and so on. That means that a 14-year-old today will never be able to buy a cigar. It will be illegal for them to buy a cigar. Sorry, this is a radically gross idea. Gee, I wonder if there will be a black market created by all of this. Wait, black market? Why would a black market be created? <laughs> Go on, fingers. Teach us some economics. Well, let me let me let me let me use the example. Let's see if there's uh, a gangsta in uh, New Zealand, and we'll call him. Uh, what's a good gang name? Uh, Tim Fingers. Uh, let's say, <laughs> let's say uh, we'll call him uh, Fingers the Smoker, uh, and uh, he's known around the block as the guy that if you're seven, if you're 18 years old and you can't buy cigarettes, but your 19 year old buddy can buy cigarettes, uh, they may start their own uh, business. Are you saying if? People are kept out of a market. They'll find other ways to find the product. I've heard that happens. No. How is that even possible? Listen, I understand that when a law is written, you know, 
people uh, will not break the law. That's what I'm told. The law is there. So once the law is there, people will stop smoking. That's what I'm told. So I, I, I guess but, that's so impossible. they're going to have to find other ways to find their goods. I guess so. So they may and they may be willing to break the law if they really, really like to smoke. So you're saying that people will run boats from Australia to New Zealand and in the middle of the night offload bundles and cartons and boxes and pallets of cigarettes to sell secretly on the streets? Buttleggers, they call them. That's, I don't. I don't think that's what they call them. C- cigarette butts. They're they're buttleggers instead of bootleggers. They're 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 buttleggers. Oh, for a second I thought you were being a little blue, and we'd have no. to edit the show. I would never. Black markets form in these types of situations. That is a hundred percent correct. That is true of all of these worlds where there's overregulation from government. It is true of the old Soviet Union. It is true of areas in China. It is just the facts. This is what happens. Can you imagine though if you're if you're you go to high school, you graduate from high school and you are the first you're in the first age group of people who can not legally buy cigarettes. But the person uh, who is a year uh, older than you can, and you're just hanging out at parties and stuff, and uh, Johnny Smoke, your friend who's 20, has cigarettes and can buy them legally, but you're 19, and because you were born in a certain year, even though you're an adult, you can't have a cigarette? I would. uh, You will see 14-year-olds investing heavily in printers. (laughs) Full-color HD printers. This is... Look, all we're, we're not advocating kids smoking. No. no one's doing such a thing. We are discussing what's going to happen because this is exactly what's going to happen. This is massive, awful, terrible overreach, and it's, we oppose massive, awful, terrible overreach. I, I have to say there's a little bit of evil genius put into this, put into this law. To think about how how can we get it to where we can grandfather legal smokers into this where they can still smoke their entire lives, but make sure the younger generation can't smoke. Oh, we could do it this way. It's terrible. And again, we're, we're talking, I don't want a 14-year-old smoking a Marlboro Red, but adults should be able to do adult things. And one of those things is, is, is smoke. It's been legal for as long as we've had cigarettes and tobacco. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I don't get into the cigarette world. I stick to cigars and Fine. I focus. Fine. But this, is all, but, this is, but this is all about cigarettes, right? I mean, it, they It's they that we're it impacted. All, yes. yes this, they, they oh, oh, I get all, your point. They lump yes, it all together. Yes, this is together. all about cigarettes. They, they lump it all together. And, and, you know, they'll include premium tobacco, premium cigars in with Marlboros. So... There's part of me that always is going to want to defend cigarette smokers because, you know, we're talking about adults, but also it bleeds over into our world with the premium cigar industry. In a bit of interesting news, 2022 could be the year tequila outsells vodka. And we talked earlier about what's going on and how the tequila market has grown and super premium and everything else. Um, 80% of retailers, this according to Drizzly, plan to carry more tequila next year on par with bourbon 40 points ahead of vodka vodka shares have declined by 2% to 
tequila spirits, as we discussed, are up. It's up 13%. It's because people have realized that tequila is for sipping. Yeah. And there is serious quality out there. It's interesting that this is happening because, you know, we talked earlier about the, the list that came out by the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. And it felt like so many <laughs> in the list of the top 15 beverages, it was all... It seemed like most of it was vodka. It was different kind. It was flavored vodka, right? And maybe you know, pink lemonade vodka or whatever. But it was vodka, 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 vodka. There was very little tequila on that list. I mean, granted, it's, that's Pennsylvania. It's not the rest of the country, but uh, it does feel like tequila does have some momentum. We had the uh, and I keep forgetting the name of the tequila that we reviewed. The Sincaro. It was very good. I think that Americans. Uh, were introduced. A lot of Americans were introduced to tequila out of you know in college, and they got the cheapest tequila possible, and yep. maybe they had a bad experience, and they don't think of it as oh, I, this is something I want to reach for a top shelf tequila because I had a bad experience with uh, a bargain tequila, and I'm not going to touch it. So this is great. And exploring, trying, doing—that is exactly what it is. That's what we did today with the Presidente. That's the beer from the Dominican. I, I enjoyed it. The Pilsner that it is. I, I thought it was. I thought it was lovely, right? I could actually see myself drinking that on, on a hot day. I don't know if it's so much for December in, in Indianapolis, even though it's 60 degrees out. What did, how do you feel about pairing that with a cigar? Well, it actually pairs with a Sencillo rather well. Mm-hmm. And I could see it. It's, not, it's certainly not a normal thing that I would go to. But I could pair it with the Sencillo. I would pair the Presidente with an Avo number 3, that chocolatey undertone of the Avo. I could see that actually working Rather, rather well. I would pair this with nachos. Ah, and a football game. That's what I would do. You are a That's genius. Me. And the Sencillo is what S E N C I L L O, the Don Lee 2021 with the Honduran. I think it's a lovely smoke. Now, Fingers Malloy, the question is now that you have smoked it, is it in your humidor? Yes. Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to buy a box of them. Yeah, ten to fifteen dollars a stick. There's a couple of them in there. Yeah, two or three. Um, yeah, very enjoyable. The the pepper really stuck throughout the whole stick and that's the one thing i enjoy a, a white pepper uh you know on it, 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 it was just there throughout the whole thing so i was expecting that pepper to really more subside it hasn't it has a, a good linger to it a little bit of nutty for me maybe that maybe you said leather, leather. maybe a little it, it, it's it's working and worth the try we are a week out from christmas we are going to be doing our bourbon of the year our cigars of the year that's all coming up get the book, The Stocking Suffer is available right now. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon. Bourbon quotes, bourbon history, bourbon terms, great names in bourbon. The perfect stocking stuffer. Let's go bourbon at Amazon.com. Buy that book right now and save Christmas. Let's go bourbon. It's available at Amazon.com. Get the book and be sure to go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Catch you next time. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today.